0: Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing today? My name is Jaina, and this is... I'm Josh. We're here with the Three Strands Podcast this morning, and we're just talking about how can you be content when you're in a season of singleness? Mm. Juicy topic today. So Come we're going to dive into that for you guys and just kind of give us our little perspectives on the topic.
1: Love Good. it. And just a quick dubs. this is on Spotify and YouTube, so if you're a visual person... Plug it on YouTube. If you're an audio person, hit it on Spotify and stay tuned. It's going to be good. <laughs> we'll just dive on in it. No background info, no background <laughs> convo, yeah. no prep.
0: Like we literally have not talked about this together. About, so this is going to be great. And we if both, we have opposing views, like you guys might see us
1: brawl we, it out. And we both something. said we are, we, have, uh, we are fiery about this topic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but we don't know which way we're fiery in
0: yeah
1: we don't. so we're either going to be agree or it's gonna be fireworks and it's gonna be beautiful uh. um so the topic of single and content how to be content while single what is the balance with being single meaning not in a relationship a single person and then defining content just for backward just for foundation content means uh biblically right jesus has filled me i'm not searching it for anywhere else the joy the love the satisfaction I got it all through Jesus, or as um, the Bible describes. It. If you are, if you have food and clothing, then you should be content. Or Hebrews 13, 5, be content with what you have. All, all right. this stuff about contentment. So meaning contentment. Hey, I'm not searching for, it, I'm not searching for it anywhere else because I have it through Jesus. Type of contentment. So how do can we be single, but also content at the same time? Where is that balance um, with contentment? And then we'll get to this. I'll just prep you now. How do you right? not also sit on the sidelines if somebody is wanting to date and and pursue relationships how can they do that without overstepping their contentment so to speak that makes sense Mm -hmm. so just initial thoughts what do you think singleness and contentment
0: okay i have a lot to say about this topic let's go for it i think obviously the bible has its own definition of contentment like we just said Mm -hmm. i think a lot of us walk day to day defining contentment for ourselves and over our own lives um just kind of like, I don't know, I've, I don't want to name drop guys, I would never do that, Uh, but (laughs) you know, I've experienced friendships, and like, I don't know, different people in my life that I've just been dumbfounded by, I'm like, whoa, you know, like, they're striving for contentment, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's like, obviously, we all have different definitions of it, um, to a certain extent, and I don't know, it's just, it's interesting to see that. Mm -hmm. So I think like your actions display your definition of contentment in a way. Yeah, that's Um, good. So that's like my opening statement about that. I think to be content while you're single, how could you not be? You know, Mm -hmm. like that is, I understand like it. there's a healthy desire to have a relationship in the future, you know, like it glorifies the Lord and it's beautiful and it's awesome. Like it's definitely something that People want, you know, like it's awesome, like it's fun, and but I think it's just like I don't know. How could you not be content while you're single? So now,
1: how do you get to that point Mm
0: -hmm.
1: of that contentment? Of how can you not be content, right? Because anybody, I think there's a two-step process. At least from what I went through, Mm -hmm. right? I was in a how old am I? I'm 22. I'm getting old. I was in a relationship from 2017 to 2019. My senior at high school. Uh, first year of college day of this girl then we broke up but then after that like that whole I don't know breakup process and after it like a year okay six, uh, six months a year then learning what contentment is because mm. I mean like you said and we can read it in the bible we can know it in our head and I think that's where I was I was like okay you know I'm going to be content with Jesus Jesus is all I need and I knew it in my head and i knew you're the like trying verses. to convince yourself and I'm trying to, exactly I'm yeah. trying to convince myself and then I for, so another year went by and I was like all right Maybe if I play God, I'm going to try to play God right quick. Because I've heard all these stories like, once you surrender it, you're going to find the one the next day. And I was like, Uh-oh. you guys are a bunch of liars, whoever said that, by the way. That's your personal testimony. It's <laughs> not in the Bible. If um, I was like, all right, God, I'm going to pump fake you out. I'm going to try to surrender this. But really not. But just in my head, like the brain knowledge, the yeah. words, the verses. What
0: happens if I try to surrender this? Yeah. Yeah. The process of illumination.
1: So I went through that for like another year of like uh, just still the brain knowledge, not really receiving it. And then I did, have you ever seen Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec? I
0: haven't.
1: Dude, it's okay. I'll oh give you. The, I'll give you the background goodness. for anybody who has not seen Parks and Rec. I feel
0: like um, I'm just log off watch. right now. <laughs> if we don't want
1: you to continue listening if you haven't seen Parks and Rec. Okay,
0: bye. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I gotta go.
1: But um, I forgot. Homegirl, she did this thing called a treat yourself day. And I was like, man, that was cool. So what she did, she got her and uh, I forgot the names, uh, but another co-worker, they just went out and blew money on themselves.
0: That's amazing.
1: Um, like they, they went shopping, they did their nails, they got clothes, they got, they did everything. And I was like, man, that sounds cool.
0: I wish I could afford
1: that. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and I remember I was like, man, that sounds cool. And then I was like, man, I want to do that, but I don't have anybody to do it with. I'm getting single. So that's when I started to go from my brain to my heart of believing it. Like, hey, I don't need somebody to go to the movies and have a good time. I don't need somebody to go hiking and have a good time. And that's where Jesus really started to f- fulfill that yeah. contentment. So sure enough, I did a treat myself day. I went to the movies. That's great. I saw Bad, boy, the bad Boys when Bad Boys came out. Uh, I went to the movies. I went hiking. I bought myself all that. And to prove to myself, like, hey, I actually can do this yeah. without, you know, needing a friendship or a girlfriend or a relationship to be able to do these things with and still have a good time. Right. But a lot of people on the outside, when you say, Hey, I went to the movies by myself, they're gonna think, You lonely idiot. Like, just get a life. <laughs> but then you gotta be like, You know, it's okay. That's cool. I know where I'm at. So for me, contentment, it took that switch from going from my brain mm-hmm. of acknowledging it and surrendering it to my heart. Because then once my heart believed it, yeah. that's when I was at where you're at. Like, how can you not be content? Yeah. Like, now it's so peaceful and so nice. Like, I can, I would, like, I just love to just go on three hour car rides to the mountains or the beach just by myself. Right. And is beautiful. I don't
0: want people to think by me saying how can you not be content, like me dismissing the fact that it's difficult to want something so badly and just not have it. So I don't mean to say that and like, offend someone, you know, because it is valid, like it's totally a valid desire and emotion. So yeah, that's really cool. though. Mm -hmm.
1: So how what advice would you give somebody who is single, Searching for that contentment very they like me like they know it in their brain like, hey, I need to be content Jesus you know he's he fills me he's God is love mm-hmm. Jesus is love he's the source of my joy so how can how what advice would you give somebody to get that to go from their brain to their heart?
0: My advice would be um, I think it just takes time it takes time to not prove it to yourself that that's true but mm-hmm. to realize that that's true just by Living in singleness, in yeah. that single season, as a lot of people call season it. Season of singleness. Season of singleness, yeah. I want just... to rip that
1: to shreds. <laughs> Where in the Bible is the season of singleness? That I have to be a whole nother episode. I want to rip that to shreds.
0: Well, I mean, everybody has a season of singleness. I agree,
1: but with a season... Jesus'
0: season... whole life was a season of singleness, <laughs> I mean, I A guess season I has know.
1: a starting point and any point. If it, has, if it doesn't have it any point, then it's not a season. So I think I'm off topic here. Where'd
0: you get that definition?
1: But that's what seasons do, right? I mean, summer. Summer is a season as a starting point at any point. Uh-huh. If summer wasn't a season, it'd just be summer all year round. Fall is a season has a starting point at any point. Ecclesiastes three. There's a time to there's time to plant and there's time to pluck what is planted. Seasons has a starting point at any point. Mm. Or Ecclesiastes three talking about there's a time and a season for everything. Again, so well, a season has yeah. a starting point at any point. But this is where I think that's
0: so true. So does a season of singleness has, has a starting, starting point. At any point. But I
1: think a lot of people self-justify some of a deeper issue, mm. and then justify it by oh yeah, I'm dating God or I'm dating singleness. But really, there's a self there's like a deeper there's a deeper underlining issue. Like hey maybe there's some trauma you haven't dealt with or like maybe there's this ex you haven't dealt with or something like that. Yeah. Um... Towards season singleness, they're using that as a cop out to not address the deeper issue. That was, that was all topic, right? But back to so uh, content and uh, contentment with singleness. So why would somebody, in order to find contentment, right? Yeah. I like to view things from the opposite side, right? So if we're trying to give advice on how to find contentment in that singleness. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're both single, so this is like single advice too. It's not like we're trying to be hypocrites. Like, yeah. Um, just beat the up. We're
0: both in the season.
1: We're both in that season. Um. But what would be the opposite, right? So why would somebody not be content yeah. with their season of singleness, so to speak?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's various reasons. I think, like, you can see your friends having relationships, yeah. and it looks so fun and just awesome, and you see the highlight reel of what they're experiencing. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, relationships are great. So, I mean, obviously it's something that someone would want to desire. Yeah. I think
1: comparison, right? Comparison is a big thing. Yeah, totally. And honestly, I would blame the church. Not just like Archer, church, still creating but just the big C church and, and Christians. Because they have put so much like pressure yeah, or value or like a, a title on marriage. Like marriage is the next step up in Christianity. Right. And they put so much on it. Like, hey, once you graduate college, like, are you 25 yet? And you're, you're 25 and single? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, mm-hmm. God, like, yeah." the church has put so much pressure on people getting married and celebrating it. And Yes, marriage is good. You should celebrate it 100%. But they celebrate marriage more than they do this single person. They celebrate, like, and they put so much stuff on it. So when people are single... And they're like, hey, they're trying to do the right thing. They're trying to go to church. And then their church goes and blows up relationships. Like, hey, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Go get married. Let's celebrate this marriage. And then that just leaves that person sitting in shame yeah. and comparison. Mm-hmm. So I blame I, I love, I'll point the finger at the church all day. Yeah. On how much we've blown up relationships and put so much pressure on people.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely glorified. Um yeah. glorified. That's a good word. That's yeah. a good word for it. Yeah. When in reality it's, you know, it's not a step up in Christianity. Like Come on. all we already have. Being completely single, like it's totally enough. It's yeah. more than enough. It's yeah. what we have currently in Jesus. God does
1: not love you more if you're married. Yeah. God doesn't love you I've less never if you're had single.
0: Somebody tell me that.
1: I think, but that's maybe not verbally I've never said. Had that
0: somebody like resemble that though. Either. Yeah. Yes. No. It's for crazy. sure. You've experienced
1: that. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. They, I mean, it's not like a pastor going up on stage saying, "Hey, God loves you more." Mm-hmm. But, like you said, actions reflect character. They glorify it. They glorify it, right? Seems like that. (laughs) If if somebody walked in that just got married in the church, you know, they're clapping, you know, let's throw a a party. If somebody walked in and said, hey, I'm going through my singleness, my season of singleness, why don't we celebrate that person and respect them the same way? I understand where you're coming from.
0: I think marriage, though, is to be celebrated. Yeah, for sure. It's a milestone. Yeah. It's a glorifying act to the Lord. Yeah. So you know, that's why people desire in the first place. Mm-hmm. I don't think singleness is necessarily like a milestone or a reason to celebrate, but mm-hmm. people should still be celebrated for yeah. what they're experiencing. So I understand where you're coming from, but I genuinely just don't really agree in a way yeah. with that. And that's totally fine, but yeah. um, maybe we've had different experiences, but I mean, I can understand why somebody would want to celebrate their marriage and yeah. just like yeah. Clap for their friends because, like, it, marriage is an awesome thing, Like it genuinely is beautiful. Yeah, that's why God created it, He creates good things, and um, yeah, we should still celebrate our friends who are single. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, but there's not necessarily a milestone
1: that, yeah, we that's have. True. I mean, maybe
0: birthdays, <laughs> you know, <laughs> way to go, dude. You got a birthday. Hey, plug in, my birthday is October 24th.
1: Not a boyfriend. No, I'm just kidding. Because she's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have a season of singleness. Um, okay. So go back to so agree. Marriage is something that is glorified. One hundred, not glorified. Uh, honoring, right? God honoring. The Bible talks about relationships. One hundred percent. Jesus supports it. Old Testament supports it. New Testament supports it. Mm-hmm. Man needs a helper. Um, uh, who he who finds a wife finds favor from the Lord. A good thing finds favor from the Lord. Relationships. God approves of marriage. God loves marriages. Uh, God, I mean the the bride. The church is the bride of Christ. Like, God loves marriages. Marriage is a good thing. So now how do you take that single person and balance that contentment that's also looking for that relationship? Maybe not out of, like, that desire. Like, maybe they're content. Like, Jesus has filled them. They're good. But then it's like, hey, I don't want to sit on the sidelines, too, at the same time.
0: Here's the thing. I think you can only truly understand contentment without a relationship if you are seeking to find that contentment in Jesus. Yeah. If you just like hear people talk about it, like you hear this podcast and you're like, yeah, but I really want a relationship. And yeah. you don't necessarily understand what it looks like to be content without mm-hmm. a relationship or desire to find that, um, first of all, it's damaging to your future relationships. Yeah. Because if you aren't content without one, you know, like what else is- there? I'll ask the question. So
1: if that, that person you're describing, right, why would they want a relationship? they want to feel valued love appreciated right. accepted yeah so why are they looking for a boyfriend or girlfriend for those things versus going to jesus for those things yeah
0: because i think that's what the world teaches us is yeah. when you feel like you need love you find it in people mm-hmm. because you know that's just what everyone does but i think to have a successful marriage relationship you need to be completely content with jesus and understand mm. his full love before getting into a relationship um, I mean I think people might not like me saying that because what yeah. but, but is so valid so it's valid. valid I'm just saying out of concern for those yeah. who just want to get into a relationship because of those reasons yeah. because they feel incomplete or they mm-hmm. feel unloved or they feel unworthy and they're filling that void with a person Yep. people are imperfect but god is perfect and his love is spotless and it is the greatest love um so if you can't fully understand and be content with that love first it can be damaging to future relationships so i've seen it in my friends and it's it's sad because it's like again if you're not trying to find mm-hmm. the contentment in jesus prior to dating and you don't actually take the steps to and the time to find that contentment, there's nothing that a podcast can fix. There's nothing that a simple little sermon can fix. Like you genuinely need to have the heart posture of desiring to Mm -hmm. understand what it is, what the contentment is without having a
1: relationship. That's good. You know, so what practical advice would you give or steps, either advice or steps, what practical steps would you give somebody to help reach that contentment in Jesus?
0: I think first of all is realizing where you're at. I think just being completely aware, stepping back from your situation and looking at yourself and reflecting and just saying, do I have contentment without a relationship? Or Mm -hmm. just be, like, let go of the pride, you know? Like, be completely okay with just realizing that, hey, maybe, like, this is something that I'm struggling with right now. I think a lot of people don't, realize that it is a struggle. So first of all, first step, realize that almost be idolatry, right? Hey, I'm Mm -hmm. idolizing
1: this relationship. So I want to search for it and do that. Right. So
0: first, like realize where you're Mm -hmm. at. Second, if you don't like where you're at, Mm -hmm. you can either you have two choices, you can either fulfill that with the Lord's love, or you can fulfill it with the not the world's love, but you know, just a relationship that resembles God's love in some ways, but it's not complete, you know, so you can either choose complete love or Choose incomplete love. Um, I would definitely recommend choosing complete love. <laughs> it's way greater. Unplugged. plug Jesus. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. And if that's what you truly desire is to feel loved, whole, worthy, complete, not desiring anything else, I would, you know, choose that first. So second, choose. Choose that for yourself. Yeah. Three, I would just spend time... Understanding what God's love looks like. Yeah. What God's love is biblically. What's God, what God's love looks like mm-hmm. through people, like through your day to day life. Understand yeah. what that looks like. Understand the greatness and the magnitude of God's love through scripture, through worship, through pursuing Him. Um, and I think a lot of good things can come from that. Yeah. Step four. Keep going. A lot of, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Pursuing Jesus in that way, looking for his love to fulfill those voids that you have, might be trauma, like we were talking about before. Yeah. It might be just a burning desire for a relationship, which is great, mm-hmm. but just hold on, you know, like yeah. you, there's greater. There's greater. Um, and then once you're complete in that area and you feel like you've been filled with the love of the Lord and mm-hmm. you don't desire a relationship because the yeah. love from the Lord is just even greater, um, then maybe you're ready to date at that point, you know?
1: Yeah, I think. Once you find that contentment through Jesus, what you're looking for in a relationship switches mm-hmm. 180.
0: It really does. That's so right? true.
1: Because if you're pre-contentment stage, right? If you're just going around to yeah. fill that void, you're going around, hey man, like, uh, is he or she cute? Is he this tall, is, you know, this color hair? Yeah. Can you love me this way? That's such a good point. But then once you find that contentment through Jesus, what you look for in a potential boyfriend, girlfriend, or spouse, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, I think a lot of times we have, I love Mike Todd's uh, rip, uh, rip Up Your List sermon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Todd, he has a great relationship series, BTLs, so I'll plug him. He does, and his book
0: is awesome. Relationship
1: maybe, yeah. maybe one day we'll invite him on the podcast. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I don't know does? if he's famous enough yet. I don't know. I <laughs> think he comes. Does he know who we are? <laughs> Kyle be. I'll tell he's you got what. to. That's right. But post-contentment, right? I found that contentment through Jesus. So now what, everything I'm looking for in this spouse, completely, or boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, Completely game-changer, mm-hmm. right? Because then your perspective changes from that materialistical body image yep. type of list to, a uh, hey, how can I grow the kingdom with this person? Yeah. What type of blueprint of a person do I need to, like, attack the gates of hell with yeah. water pistols? Yeah, your definition change. of yeah.
0: love will change. Come on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's your so definition good. definition of change. Whoa, that's good. We it's
0: should, so true.
1: Like Sadie Robertson. Whoa, that's good. Whoa,
0: that's good. Maybe we should get her on the podcast, too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Her and Mike Todd. We'll get them back-to-back. To back to Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're almost there. Oh, that's cool. So let's recap real quick. So we got a single a person who's single, right? They have the, those choices. First, to evaluate: Hey, am I content with where I'm at? Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, why? Be
0: honest with yourself. Yeah, and
1: that's so true. You got to yeah. be honest with yourself. Uh, swallow your pride, dudes out there.
0: It'll it'll be worth it. You all the
1: really dudes will. out there, I'll tell you this: I know you have you have emotions to Swallow your pride. Don't mm-hmm. um, be like, oh no. And dude.
0: girls, come on, come on. There no. you go. Deal with that, you know.
1: But swallow your pride and say, hey, why am I not content with where I'm at? You can be going to the church for hour, 20 years and yeah. still not be content, right? But just evaluate. Why am I not content with where I'm at? What am I missing? What part of my relationship with Jesus am I missing? Am I in word? Am I in worship? Am I, am I in prayer? Mm-hmm. All right, so evaluate, hey, are you content with where you're at? And if not, why not? Mm-hmm. And then fix those things. Don't just sit down and evaluate and say, okay, I need to do better than this. I need to read my Bible more. I need to pray more. I need to get in worship more. I need to find mm-hmm. community. Go actually and do those things. Don't just think about it, but yeah. go actually and do it because that's where the change happens, yeah. right? A lot of times we'll think about it and evaluate it all day long. Like, yes, I know I need to get in, I need to show up to church. I need to find a biblical community. I need to read my Bible. I need to worship. Okay, cool. And then we just, you know, the next day we never actually do it and apply it. And then you're sitting there 10 years later. Hey, bro, you're still not content because you never applied it. Right. So one, evaluate, uh, that was a long recap, evaluate with where you're yeah. at and why, why you may or may not be content.
0: What would you
1: have to say to all the single men? To all the single men and out do there. The women. Oh dude, that's a good call. To all the single men out there out there, I would say one, there's no pressure to get in a relationship. All right? Maybe if it's from you're you're comparing yourself to your family, maybe you had a brother or sister that got married that's younger than you, or maybe you had people that go off to college and you stay home or your parents are pressuring you or society's pressuring you. There's no pressure to get into a relationship. And then the, the practical advice I would say is, hey, prove to yourself that you don't need a person to make you happy because Jesus already fulfilled your joy, Yeah. right? Go, go do stuff by yourself to prove to yourself that you don't need a girlfriend to make you happy. Go hiking, go bowling, go to the movies. And people are going to say, hey, bro, why are you doing it alone? Just say, hey, Jesus has filled me enough. He has given me the joy to go and do those things alone. So prove it to yourself, right, man? We got pride. We got emotions, testosterone. Go out in the game and prove it to yourself. Maybe that's what you need. You need that confidence booster yeah, to go out there and prove to yourself that you don't need that person to fulfill you, to find that contentment. That's, that's what I would say so to the dudes. What you got for the girls? I
0: would say to all you beautiful women out there, mm-hmm. um, just know that you are so loved. You are so worthy. You are mm-hmm. so deserving of the Lord's love. And if you really desire a relationship, be in prayer about it. Be in prayer first and foremost about who you're surrounded with with your friends that has a great impact on your life in general and then pray pray for your husband someday if that's really what you desire be in prayer about that i think there's a lot of power in prayer you know so if that's truly something that you desire the lord will honor it and he will hear you ladies you do not need a man to feel beautiful you do not need a man to feel worthy. You do not need a man to fulfill those voids that you have in your heart. You can find them in Jesus. And again, once you do that, your relationship on the other side of all that work is going to be glorifying to the Lord and better than you could have ever imagined. So that's just my piece of encouragement.
1: And just as a quick BTW, we're not dogging relationships, right? No, don't let this come across like, hey, these people are just single and they're bitter and they're just throwing shade on people in yeah. a relationship. Or, hey, this is just the pre-evaluation before you get into that relationship. Yeah. Right? Evaluate your contentment level. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're not dogging relationships. Dating is a great thing. It's yeah. biblical. Relationships is a great thing. Is bi- well, depending on how you're doing it. It's a great thing and it's biblical. So we're not like throwing shade at anybody in a relationship. Yeah. But maybe if you are in a relationship, evaluate yourself now. Are you content in that relationship? Is that person satisfying you in a contentment way? If not, hit the timeout button to evaluate. Like, hey, what am I missing? Okay, let me find that through Jesus. So we're not throwing shade at anybody in a relationship this is the, the pre relationship, the the mm-hmm. single person trying to find contentment. Yeah,
0: that's good.